Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. Uh, We're looking at the Word of God in the book of John, the Gospel of John. And we're up to chapter 7. You spent several episodes looking at chapter 6 where Jesus uh, had had uh, quite a teaching time in the synagogue where he was telling them that, you know, the bottom line is this. Don't worry about and search for the food of the flesh, but search for the food of the spirit, okay? The food that will bring eternal life. And then he flat tells them, he says, I am the bread of life. He said that over and over. He told them over and over, if you're thirsty, come to me. I will give you a a drink that you know not of where you'll never thirst again. And then he tells them at the end of it, this whole encounter, that you must eat my flesh and drink my blood. And this was a hard uh, teaching, as the disciples said. And many of the disciples turned away and no longer walked with him. They walked away from him when they heard that. It simply means that they weren't disciples to start with. A disciple simply means a learner, and they had learned some things up to a point, and they realized, okay, thus far and no more, okay? This is all that we want to know, and they were not true believers. So chapter 7 begins with verse 1, after these things, well, what things? Well, the things I just described to you, okay, because he's just sort of telling a story here, an account. So after these things, Jesus was walking in Galilee, for he was unwilling to walk in Judea because the Jews were seeking to kill him. Different translations give little nuances back what was going on here. King James says, for he would not walk in jewelry, J-E-W-R-Y, jewelry. And the reason was the Jews were seeking to kill him, so he didn't go down there. Uh, the ESV says he would not go about in Judea. Uh, the Lexham says he did not want to go about in Judea. And so little different things can communicate some things. Sometimes it looks like, well, maybe he was supposed to, but he didn't. No, no, no. He didn't because the Father didn't lead him there. You see that about Jesus. He only did the things the Father told him to do. So he wasn't going to go down to Judea because they were trying to kill him. But listen to this. Now the feast of the Jews... The Feast of Booths was near. This is the Feast of Tabernacles, the last of the seven feasts that the Lord gave to the nation of Israel. These were seven feasts that they celebrated every year. And so he's up in Galilee. He didn't want to go to Judea because the Jews were seeking to kill him. But guess what? It's time of the Feast of the Booths. And every Jewish man is required to go th- to three feasts every year. The Spring Feast which were, uh, was Passover, Unleavened Bread, and first fruits. That was a week-long feast, and they were all three together. Then 50 days after first fruits, you have Pentecost, so they're required to go to Pentecost. And then they were required to go to the fall feast. And the fall feast is Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkoth. And Sukkoth is the Feast of Booths. So Jesus was a, supposed to go to Judea to celebrate this feast. Now watch what happens. Verse 2 again. Now the Feast of the Jews, the Feast of Booths, was near. Verse 3. Therefore... His brothers said to him, Leave here and go into Judea, so that your disciples also may see your works, which you are doing. Verse 4, For no one does anything in secret when he himself seeks to be known publicly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. 
And you go, wait a minute, what's the deal here? His brothers were encouraging him to leave and go into Judea. Were they encouraging him to go to the feast and the festival? Likely they knew that he would be going to that or he was supposed to go that. But they also would have known that the Jews were trying to kill him. So were his brothers trying to set him up? Well, verse 5 sort of helps us. Verse 5 says, For not even his brothers were believing in him. See, at this point in time, his brothers did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah. And you know, you can sort of understand that. Can you imagine having the Messiah for your brother? We've talked a little bit about that in times past. Like, he never does anything wrong. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. But what they were saying, hey, get up and go down there so that your disciples will see the works that you're doing. You know, they had, they had heard of the works. They'd likely even seen the works. But then verse 4, when they say, for no one does anything in secret when he himself seeks to be known publicly, they're drawing things that Jesus was doing into question. They're saying, hey, you're just putting on a show right here. If you want people to know about this publicly, quit doing all this stuff in secret and go down there during this feast time and have at it, man. You know, go down there. Everybody will see what you're doing. And they said, uh, you do these things, show yourself to the world. Go down there and show yourself to the entire world, all Judaism, if you're really the one who does these things. And, you know, you think, well, what is this? This is sort of a nasty kind of little thing. But is that not the way things are sometimes, okay? That it's within the family where resistance arises, okay? It's within the closest of relationship where these little snidey little remarks are made, these little cutting type of things are made. Now, we'll see next time how Jesus handled this and what occurred. And it's sort of interesting because, you know, they're wanting one thing. They're wanting to thrust him out front for whatever reason, whatever the purpose is. You know, they may have just been goading him right here. You're saying, hey, man, why don't you go do this? If you're the guy that does all these great works and you're doing all this kind of stuff, why are you doing a secret? Let's go down there and during the Feast of the Boots and have at it. Let the whole world know what you're doing. That's in all likelihood what was happening right there. But Jesus wasn't having anything to do with it for this reason. It's because he only did the things the Father told him to do. Okay, He only said the things the Father told him to say. And the Father had not told him to go yet. Now, what was it an assumption that he was supposed to go? Yeah, likely. Yeah, that was an assumption. He was supposed to do this, but he would take it before the Father. As a matter of fact, as we'll see the next time, he tells his brothers, no, no, you go ahead, you do your thing. Uh, and then he says, you go. And they leave him behind. He goes later because then he's released to go, okay? And we'll pick that up and look at it the next time. Uh, in the meanwhile, don't be surprised when resistance comes, uh, particularly those closest to you. Don't be surprised when the little uh, snarky things are said and all this kind of stuff. The same thing happened to the Lord Jesus Christ. May we act and react in the same way he did, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Uh, do take a moment to... Um, uh, tell folks about these times together, okay? Let's share the word. And then go before the Lord, and if He uh, encourages you to help support us, do that. Uh, you can go to my website and find a place. There's a, a thing called Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com. And it's just a place uh, that makes it very, very easy to support uh, somebody with particular endeavors, you know, one-time support or month-by-month, month, whatever you want to do. And so uh, the bottom line is just do what the Lord tells you to do, right? Thank you so much. I'll see you again next time.